Hello, and welcome to Research Pod. Thank you for listening and joining us today. In this episode, we'll delve into the research of Dr. Su Lin Yo and colleagues, which explores the effectiveness of the Singaporean government's messaging to promote COVID 19 prevention behaviors. More specifically, the research investigates the impact of the belief in a dangerous world. In other words, does a pre existing perception of the world as chaotic and threatening influence the success of prevention messages? The research goes on to compare the impact of this psychological bias against the role of messaging characteristics, such as the trustworthiness of media portrayals to provide greater insight on the factors influencing take-up of disease prevention. Broadening such knowledge can help shape future communication strategies, not only for the COVID-19 pandemic, but for upcoming risks to public health. The COVID-19 pandemic has led governments around the world to implement stringent measures for preventing the spread of the virus. These have included border closures, nationwide lockdowns, and shutting down offices and public places. Before the development of the vaccine, the only way to stem the spread was to encourage the population to adopt disease prevention behaviors, from social distancing to handwashing. Public reactions to health crises depend on many psychological and social factors. These include one's perceived susceptibility to the disease, trust in the government's ability to handle the crisis, and one's general disposition towards anxiety. Certain psychological traits can lead individuals to develop excessive responses to health crises or, indeed, to trivialize and downplay the risk. Furthermore, evidence from past pandemics suggests that media and communications also influence preventative behaviors. However, since trust in media and government sources can determine how individuals respond to health messages, the effectiveness of crisis communication could depend on the way in which the risk is framed. The particular tone adopted in these communications may shape the perceived trustworthiness and acceptability of the sources, which may help or hinder adherence to recommended health behaviors. During the breakout of COVID-19, international news media reported the emergence of a high fatality rate, geopolitical tensions, and panic buying. These sorts of messages about risk can increase people's threat perception, which is shown by behavioral studies research to encourage preventative action, even when the government does not mandate such behavior. However, individuals can also have a pre-existing belief in a dangerous world regardless of the type of health communication they absorb. Rather than a targeted concern for particular risk, this belief is characterized by a diffuse and generalized sense that the world is chaotic and threatening. Existing research has examined whether individuals with a belief in a dangerous world have a higher likelihood of adopting disease prevention behaviors. However, so far, no studies have investigated the mediating role of this belief on the reported effectiveness of prevention messages. Dr. Su Lin Yo and colleagues, therefore, set out to study whether those holding a pre-existing belief in a dangerous world have a distinct response to media promoting COVID-19 prevention behaviors. By comparing individuals with and without this bias towards risk, researchers aim to uncover the right mix of messaging characteristics that could motivate the broad spectrum of Singaporeans to trust and comply with advice during a health crisis. The first task of the research was to understand the Singaporean media landscape during the onset of the pandemic. 
To gain this insight, a content analysis was conducted with over 7,000 COVID-related news headlines from March 2020, published by the two major English press organizations in the country, The Straits Times and Channel News Asia. This pre-study validated the researchers' assumption that the Singaporean public was exposed to ubiquitous messaging emphasizing the danger presented by the virus. 90% of the news headlines adopted a risk-centric framing of COVID-19, indicating that public perception during this period would be profoundly shaped by media reportage adopting an alarming tone. The main study proceeded to investigate how Singaporeans responded to COVID-19 prevention messaging. More specifically, researchers would examine the impact of crisis communication on individuals with a belief in a dangerous world hypothesizing that they would be more likely to adopt disease prevention behaviors compared to those without such a bias, regardless of their views on messaging effectiveness. 453 participants were recruited, forming a sample representing Singapore's population ethnicity and people who were above 21 years old. Participants were asked to complete a survey designed to capture the extent to which they viewed the world as intrinsically threatening, their perception of the effectiveness of crisis communication, and their adoption of prevention behaviors, from regular handwashing to social distancing. The main study showed that the perceived effectiveness of the government's pandemic communication trumped the motivating power of a belief in a dangerous world. One aspect of this general finding was that the belief in a dangerous world only contributed to disease-preventive behaviors when an individual did not perceive the government's communication as effective. Furthermore, when individuals viewed government communication as effective, they tended to adopt disease-preventive behaviors regardless of whether they believed the world was intrinsically dangerous. This finding highlights the importance of effective messaging in public health crises, since the whole gamut of the Singaporean public can be made equally receptive to crisis control recommendations given appropriate message framing and approaches. Additional analysis isolated three characteristics of pandemic communication that were effective for motivating individuals to adopt preventive behaviors. This included informativeness, personal relevance, and objectivity. In other words, to be effective, public health communication would need to deliver personally relevant messages that were both informative and objective. Meanwhile, an overemphasis on the promotion of particular behaviors above general advice and a high degree of transparency, such as describing the successes and failures of infection control strategies, were found to be ineffective for encouraging the Singaporean public to act in ways that stem the spread of the virus. Overall, the research demonstrates that effective communication is the lifeblood of the Singaporean government's attempts to halt the spread of coronavirus. It revealed that the belief in a dangerous world does not significantly impact the adoption of prevention behaviors in general, but for those who view crisis communication as ineffective, it becomes the deciding factor for whether such practices are followed. Effective public health messaging is therefore necessary for steering the population as a whole, and for Singaporeans, this means messages with personal relevance, informativeness, and greater objectivity. These findings shed light on the key factors to be considered for future crises and for the promotion of best practices to reduce infection and help save human lives. Thanks for listening. 
Don't forget to subscribe to Research Pod for more detailed breakdowns of the latest academic research. See you next time.